Welcome to the Disability Parenting Podcast, where stories unite, community thrives, and validation is paramount for parents raising children with disabilities. I am your host, Lexi Emery, and I'm thrilled to have you here with us today. In this podcast, we delve into the real and raw aspects of our lives, discussing often the hard and unique challenges we face of raising children with disabilities. But equally, we embrace the real and raw beauty found in the incredible parts of this journey. Today, I am excited to bring you an absolutely wonderful guest, Amber Reynolds. We'll be exploring how our children have shaped and molded us over the years. This is going to be a fantastic episode filled with perspective, insight, and that sense of awe you can't get from anywhere else except for raising children with disabilities. Amber, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Lexi. Thank you for having me. Of course, I am so happy to have you here today. I would love to start by getting to know you a bit and a bit about your family. But before we start, I always love to ask our guests the following. What is your happy place, your favorite drink, and your favorite personality trait for yourself? Oh, I love these questions. Um, My happy place for sure is the mountains and with my family doing all the summer things, hiking and the winter things, skiing. My favorite beverage, I have is torn between two, water, which is super boring. And then the other one's crystal light lemonade, also boring. (laughs) And then my favorite personality trait, I think, is my energy level being energetic. Oh, my gosh. I love that. Well, we're the same for our happy place. Love the mountains. It's my absolute favorite place to be. Um, Wonderful living in a state where we have all of that. And then energetic. Oh, my gosh. Everyone, listeners. (laughs) <laughs> Amber is incredible and just is always doing all the things. She truly does have a lot of energy, and I I truly love that about her. Um, why don't you go ahead and start by introducing yourself and just telling us a bit more about your family and about your daughter? Uh, my name is Amber Reynolds. I'm a mama to one child, Harper Reynolds. She has a rare syndrome, Oker-Chung Neurodevelopmental Syndrome. She also has autism, anxiety, pica, and she's vulnerable. I've been happily married to my husband, Brian, for 15 years. I'm a PE teacher, and I've been teaching for 19 years. And I'm also a co-founder uh, for a nonprofit, Colorado Mama Tribe, and it's for moms with special needs kiddos here in Colorado. Yes. I, really quick, I would love for you to tell our listeners just a little bit more about that. That's actually how I met Amber. It is an incredible, incredible nonprofit and has just really helped me find my people and my tribe. And I would love you to share just a bit more about that. Absolutely. I'll thank you so much. So myself and Mariah, we started a nonprofit, Colorado Mama Tribe, about two years ago. The mission of Colorado Mama Tribe is to provide support and resources um, in community to women raising children with special needs in the Colorado area. It's a community of women who lift each other up through tears and laughs as we navigate a unique journey of parenting children with special needs. It's truly amazing. Like it's it's my therapy. It's what gets me through each day. Mm, yes. Well, it really is incredible. And thank you guys for doing that. And I think of I've course. talked with you both before. Like we'd love to have you back on to talk more about it because I think community and having that is imperative for parents like us. Absolutely. Harper was undiagnosed for the first five years of her life. But obviously, as her mom, I knew there was like something different or wrong. At her first week appointment, her pediatrician did tell me that her head circumference was in the first percentile. 
And I was like, well, what does that mean? And she was like, well, that means that her brain could be under development. I thought this doctor was crazy. And I moved to a different doctor and they said, let's just watch Harper, her milestones, see how she does. At the age of nine months, the doctor said, let's do some testing. They did, tested Harper for Down syndrome and Angelman syndrome. Both came back negative. So I then changed pediatricians again. Um, and then with the third pediatrician, the way he approached it was like, look, Harper's delayed in some milestones. Let's make a neurology and genetics appointment and just see how she's doing. If she's good, then we have nothing to worry about. And so we did some testing in, in her neurology, saw in her MRI that her brain was severely underdeveloped. And then genetics at the time, it came back at nothing. There was no genetic syndrome, but they just said they would keep her, I guess, in the system to kind of watch out for her. So at the age of five, when we were at her uh, just checkup, her genetics checkup, they actually said there was a match and she um, had that rare syndrome that I had said earlier, Oker-Chung neurodevelopmental syndrome. So it's a rare genetic disorder and it was first identified in 2016. Harper was actually the 15th patient to be diagnosed with this. So it was still so new and we didn't know much. But OCNDS is caused by mutation in the CSNK2A1 gene, and it's located on chromosome 20. The gene CSNK2A1 creates a protein called CK2, which plays a crucial role in development. A mutation in this gene disrupts typical development, resulting in developmental delays and differences in brain function. So at this point, there's more than 160 patients worldwide who've been diagnosed with OCNDS so far. So it's still a new like journey, still figuring things out. We don't know much from it, but it's nice to have a community of other families who are going through that and to kind of talk to. Harper also has autism. Uh, she exhibits stimming behaviors, like she flaps her hands, she rocks back and forth, she does vocalizations. She doesn't like physical touch, and she is nonverbal. So Harper can babble a few words, which is huge. Um, she can say mama, dada, well, 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 which is I love you, which mm -hmm. is absolutely amazing that she can say I love you because that was one thing I was always wanted her to say. Yeah. She says Gigi, ski, hi, hi, and move, which is funny. She says move. I think it's I'm from Texas and driving in Texas traffic. I'd be like, move cars. <laughs> and so I think she just sees. So when we're in the car, she'd be like, move. Which oh, is that's funny. so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Harper is my light, my joy, and my happiness. She truly looks at the world through rose-colored glasses. If everybody could look at the world like Harper does, the world would definitely be a better place. She loves to be busy like her mama and is always <laughs> on the go. She's a little energizer bunny, which people joke and say that she gets it from me, but I th truly think I'm just trying to keep up with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's very physically able. And she's on the Special Olympics ski team, and she loves to ski, hike, and ride horses. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. Your daughter, Harper, just lights me up every time I see her doing all of the things and activities. And just she has such a joy about her face and her energy. It's it's really wonderful to see. And, and she is similar to my daughter in that she's also very, very energetic we call my daughter the blur because she just runs <laughs> so fast everywhere. We're like, oh, there goes the blur. But yeah, it it is really also just inspiring to see how, like you kind of mentioned, like how you keep up with her and all the things you do. I definitely lean on the less energetic side. So watching you and your daughter just take life by the horns is is really awesome. And honestly, just something I strive to get to someday. So 
I love that. All right, Amber. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that again. And I would love to hear more about the ways that Harper has changed you and your heart over the years. Oh, my goodness. Well, Harper has changed me in so many ways. I used to be so high strung. I used to care about what others thought about me. I used to love materialistic objects and things. And I used to compare Harper to other children. And I used to focus on all the things she couldn't do. Once Harper was born and I realized, you know, that she was going to be different and it was going to be a different journey for us, I started to grieve all the things that I would never get to do with Harper. Harper will never go to college. Harper will never get married. I will never be a grandma. And I used to just tear me apart. And I had a, my daughter, Harper, had an occupational therapist who used to come over and work with Harper at our house when Harper was like two. And I would always say to her, like, Harper can't do this and Harper can't do that because I was comparing to other, my friend's kids who were able to do certain things. She had asked me if I was a believer in God and I told her yes. So she's like, I want you to get your phone out and get your notes, open the notes section. I want you to put in there, thank you God for it. And every time Harper does something small or big, I want you to put in there what she did with the date next to it. So then you can one day go back and reflect on it and just see all the amazing things that she's doing. So I started to do this and I started to do this like little by little. I would add like little things. And as I started to do that, I started to appreciate all the little things that Harper was doing and celebrating all the instones. I'm not sure if you're familiar with instones. Yeah, no, you should go ahead and explain a little bit about what those are. I think those are a wonderful perspective. So um, I think in our mama special needs world, we definitely celebrate instones. You know, they talk about milestones when the kids start crawling, when the kids start walking. For us, we're celebrating the instones, the very little things that, you know, people do take for granted that my daughter, you know, made eye contact with me, that she smiled. You know, those are such big celebrations that we celebrate. So as I started to do that, I started not taking things for granted and my mindset started to shift. So I'm just going to read you a couple if that's okay that I had in my notes. Yeah, of course. I'd love I'd love to hear some of them. So like on September 1st, 2013, I wrote drinking out of a real cup and swimming with floaties on. So, you know, so most parents, it's like, oh, floaties on a kid, you know, go into a pool and they're just fine. For us, the fact she was able to keep her head up above water and tread her feet was huge. Trying to put socks on, uh, trying to do a somersault, doing a somersault on her own. Her being able to drink out of a girl cups, like holding it with two hands and actually like bringing it to her mouth, being a good eater, putting bracelets on her arms, being able to pick up a bracelet and put it on her other arm, walking upstairs, not throwing as many tantrums, following directions, which you wouldn't even think that would be something to write down. But I'm like, whoa, I asked her to do something and she listened to me and did it. So (laughs) these then the things that used to matter to me, once I started doing all these things, The things that used to matter to me, like, what outfit am I going to wear if I'm going out to dinner? Not important. Like, I need to clean my house. I need to have a super clean house. Not important. I want to go shopping and get some nice jewelry or nice purses. Not important. What vacation am I going to go on next? Not important. What was important was Harper, her health, and celebrating every celebration that she was able to accomplish on her own. My perspective totally shifted and changed help my perspective in all aspects of life, like full circle. Like when I was at work, things that might have like been stressful to me weren't as stressful anymore. With my friends, 
in traffic, just all around as a whole, the way I viewed things were totally different. I feel in life we can get sucked into the net and we can go down this like downward spiral of all the wants in life. And instead of being thankful for all the blessings. Oh my gosh, Amber, that was so beautiful and wonderful just to kind of hear the, the like you said, the full circle of the priorities and what where your mindset was versus where it has come. And when I like look back at some of the ones you sent me, I mean, 2013, 2014, like you have been doing this for a long time. And I think it's incredible just to see the transformation happen. And it takes time and it takes effort. And it it's similar. I, I just did a post about this on Instagram about inch stones. So inch stones for our kids, like in our community of raising kids with disabilities is huge. A lot of people talk about it, celebrating the inch stones. But I also think it's huge to celebrate the inch stones for us as parents as well. And that's what I hear right now is just all these little ways that you have kind of tweaked your thinking and your mindset to be able to view things through a different lens and kind of like you said, like through Harper's rosy lenses and to look at life in just more of a blessing. And and of course, like there are still going to be the hard parts and the the things that are challenging. But I think the more you do this, the more you um, alter your mindset for the more positive outlook, the more it becomes natural and the more it becomes just a part of your life. And I absolutely love that. And remind me how old Harper is? She's 12. 12, yes. So uh, my daughter is just about to turn five. And it, it's just really cool to hear a perspective from somebody who has an older daughter and to be reminded of these things when it's so easy to get caught in that cycle of either comparison or, you know, there's so many systems telling us what our kids can't do. You know, sometimes it's through the school, sometimes it's medical. And it's you really have to like rise above that and be proactive. And that is what you've done. And I think it's just really wonderful. So thank you for sharing some of those. And listeners, it was super cool. She sent me like 14 pages (laughs) of things. And it was just really awesome to read through like Harper's development too. like what has come over the years. And yeah, it was it was really wonderful. So thank you. Of course. All right. Well, I would love to hear more about ways that Harper has changed your heart over the years. Yeah, Harper has continued to change my heart in other ways and taught me other things. Uh, We used to live in Texas and we would travel to Colorado for holidays and summers and Harper would just flourish. It was something about coming to Colorado. Harper's personality would just come out and we would just see her progress so much. And we decided, you know, that to do what was best for her. And even though I, it was easy being in Texas and having doctors and having her therapist, making change and living, going outside the box, you know, kind of like what you said earlier, not just doing what people tell you to do and conforming to that, like doing what's best for your family and your children. And so we moved from a large city to Colorado and Harper's been living her best life outdoors and doing all the things that she loves. She hikes, she bikes, she skis, and she's just taught me to take chances and to try new things and to go outside the box. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I relate to this on kind of a different level in the sense that I'm a Colorado native. I was born here, raised here, and I know how incredible the supports and the systems and just having the outdoors is. 
And then we actually took a job and moved to Arizona. We we only lasted, I think it was 13 months because we quickly realized too, like we had to get back to Colorado for, you know, not only the supports and services, but we knew our daughter needed the outdoor time, the the options to just be in nature and to have that element support her. I think it is a huge support for my daughter and it sounds like for yours as well. And yeah, it it really is just that they I think our kids can make those types of things very clear for us. And being able to prioritize that is huge. And I love that you took a leap of faith and, you know, like you said, thought out of the box. I love that. Yeah, it's like nature therapy. A hundred percent. And it's for us too, like the parents. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I love that. Awesome. Okay, well, I would love to hear what else little Miss Harper has taught you over the years. Yeah, it's taught me not to set limits by what people tell you you can or cannot do. Um, to not let others set limits on you or your child based on statistics. So Harper has low muscle tone. You know, before, like I said, we didn't have a diagnosis for her until she was five. So when she was like two and three, doctors would say, and she was wearing orthotic braces, which are for your feet to kind of help strengthen them. We are told by medical medical experts that we didn't know if she'd be if she'd be able to, um, to run because she had to wear these braces to strengthen her muscles for the first five years of her life. And look at our daughter now. Like you would never know. Like she is biking on two, like not with training wheels, like two wheels. She skis, not tethered, like on her own. She hikes, she dances and so much more. So if I would have listened to those medical experts and just given up, like she wouldn't be where she is today. So it's kind of do what you think is best for your child and to, you know, let some of those things that you hear pull you back and go forward. Yes, 100%. And I think this is such a big part of this world that we live in is, you know, when you are newly diagnosed or even before you're diagnosed, you hear these things from doctors and it feels concrete. It feels like it is what it is. They know what's best. And, you know, they went to school. We, for, you know, all of this education, we did not, or, you know, I guess some of us probably did, but it can feel so like I had mentioned before, just concrete. And I think the more we can share our stories and the more we can talk about so many of the families who are told by doctors or therapists or whoever, your child won't be able to do X, Y, Z. You need to expect this. You should not expect this. But then for all of these parents to be able to hear, but also my kid did this and they learned to do this. And I think that it's a really like incredible theme to, yes, of course, like trust the doctors and they do have incredible insight and things to offer. But at the same time, trusting your kid and giving them the supports and the resources to be able to get to where they think. And I think, again, like you you mentioned, just like not setting limits. So it's not necessarily just saying my kid will do this because I believe it, but it's not setting the limits to them. You know, it's giving them the opportunity to get there. And a huge thing I think about a lot is just presuming competence, just assuming in our minds, like they they can get there, they can do this. And I think, again, that's kind of a mindset thing. And obviously there are actual physical and emotional limitations to this, but I think that is a really wonderful, but yeah, I just think that's a really wonderful outlook and it's really important 
just to be able to share those things with other families. So thank you for sharing that. Of course. And another thing that I didn't mention too with that is, like I said, Harper's nonverbal. But but then I like listed earlier, that like she can say eight words. Like for her to say, she didn't say mama mm-hmm. until she was like five or six, but oh my goodness, to have those words said to me. And um, she is nonverbal, but she also has a communication device. It's called mm-hmm. an, an AC device. And it's like a little iPad and it has all her friends on there, her teachers on there, activities, food, meals, and she can fully communicate with me using this communication device. So yes, she's nonverbal, but again, it's like having that perspective and that outlook, like my daughter can communicate. It's different than maybe than what I thought it would be, but oh my gosh, it's amazing that we can have conversations now and I can ask her about her day at school and she can communicate. Mm, Yes. I love that. And again, that's just so much about like not setting those limits and being able to find those resources that can help them communicate, can help them, you know, be able to do the things that they love. And yeah, my daughter also has an AAC device and it is just the coolest thing to be able to kind of get inside their brains and, you know, hear about their day and hear about, you know, different things like that. So I love that she has that and that's wonderful. So cool. Well, I think we're coming up on our last one here, but I would I would love to hear the last way that Harper has changed you over the years. Yeah, of course. So um, the last one I have is Harper has changed me because she has brought me the most special, kind, genuine, caring, strong, amazing, I could keep going with these <laughs> adjectives, but friends, uh, the community of moms that I have gotten to meet and now be friends with that also have children with special needs has truly shown me like true friendship because we just all get it. It's we're not worried about these other things in life. We are just truly all there celebrating each other and we're there for one another. And it's so wonderful to have this unique bond and have this special friendship. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, I relate to this so much because there is this element of understanding and you know that phrase like they get it with parents raising children with disabilities that is unlike anything else I have ever experienced and it's it's so cool because I feel like a lot of the relationships that we have as parents with other parents raising kids with disabilities instantly starts off like on a deeper level because we're able to talk about these hard things that we don't you know we aren't able to talk about with a lot of our other friends because they don't understand and again I think we have a different setup of our priorities. And I think those things become really clear when you're with other moms who understand what you're going through. And same to me, like that is one of the things I am absolutely most grateful for with our experience raising our daughter with disabilities is just being able to meet these different families and same with the podcast, like being able to chat with other parents and have this deep bond about our kids and going through the really, really hard things and going through the inch stones that these parents are just as excited about. And I I love that. And it's unique and wonderful. And I think so many of us can relate to that, to that one. As I stated before, when we started the podcast, I had said Harper looks at life through rose-colored glasses, which is a happy or positive attitude that fails to notice the negative things leading to a view of life looking past the flaws to see the potential. I'd say Harper has truly changed me to also see life through rose-colored glasses 
And that's how she has changed me. Oh, I love that. And I think it's really, really cool to hear how she has impacted every part of your life, all the way from, you know, priorities and mindset down to friendships and literally the way you see the world. And I think that is something that's really common with our kids. They just have this incredible way of showing us what's important in life. And it was just really incredible over the you know time I've known you to witness this impact Harper's had on your life. And from embracing new adventures to defying the odds set by medical experts, she has been a huge force for positive change. So Amber, I sincerely want to thank you for joining us on this episode today and sharing all about you and your daughter, Harper, in your experience. Your openness with Harper's story and the impact that she's had on your life is so appreciated. And again, my favorite part of what you shared today that like impacted me the most was the list of things to look for and write down. I absolutely loved the part where you shared about all of the things um, that Harper has done and that were positive and just different changes she has made. And to be able to like look for those and change your mindset, I think that's incredible. And I'm I'm really excited to have our listeners hear that and maybe use that in their own life. So thank you so much for bringing your perspective today on the Disability Parenting Podcast. It was truly an honor to talk with you today. Well, thank you so much, Lexi, and thank you so much for having me. Of course. Well, we will chat soon. To stay connected, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Disability Parenting Pod. There I'll be sharing updates on future episodes, real and raw posts that are sure to make you feel known. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at disabilityparentingpod at gmail.com if you have any topics you'd like to explore or if you're interested in being a guest of the show. Again, thank you so much for being a part of Disability Parenting Podcast community. Stay tuned for upcoming shows and remember, your story is our story. Until next time.